everyone! Welcome to episode 6 of our Sadao Against Bao podcast. Today is the 13th day of our 16-day campaign to end violence against women. I am Alex, Sadao Youth Secretary, and with me today are some of our Sadao Youth babies and a co-officer of mine. Hey, uh, I'm Leslie V, and I'm Sadao's Youth IVP. Hey everyone, Micah here. Hello, I'm Janella. Hi, I'm Angel, and we are all Sadao Youth members. I'm so glad to be having this conversation with other members of SIDAO. Thank you so much for joining us today, Micah, Angel, and Janela. We know that this is going to be another fruitful discussion. And so without further ado, let's begin. Alright, so this episode is a continuation of our previous discussion on how we can end violence against women. And because we have a lot of options on how we can act and respond, we have decided to make another episode. We will discuss other ways we can do to help and vow. Similar to the previous episode, we will be stating again five ways on how to advocate and work towards ending violence against women. But before we move on, let us briefly recap what we have learned in the previous episode. The five ways that we tackled was listening and believing in survivors, teaching the next generation and learning from them, know and who to call in these type of situations, understand the word consent, and choose your words carefully. So upon listening to our previous discussion, the concepts and ideas shared were actually very thought-provoking. Kaya I am also looking forward to this conversation as we learn other ways on how to end violence against women. So at the Leslie, Ano, ano nga ba ang iba pang ways to help eliminate violence against women? So to start the discussion, UN Women actually mentioned other measures to end VOW. And so the first one is for us to learn the signs of abuse and how you can help. The topic has been discussed in our second episode in our complaint to end VOW. Kaya we hope that all of you are somewhat familiar on what is already considered as VOW. But for those who have yet to listen to it, this violence can either be physical, sexual, psychological, and economic abuse. So to know more about it, you can also listen to our episode delving deeper into the topic. But to get back on track, if you know someone who might be experiencing abuse, one thing you can do is stay in touch with them and think of creative ways to communicate. Yes, reaching out is very important. So tip lang when communicating with those who are experiencing violence. You can try creating secret code words to use in conversations that can help you communicate more safely. And in this time, help your friend create a plan for lockdown situations. Are there other friends or family they could stay with during this time? Consider helping them to reach out to these people to make a plan. Oh, oh, and another thing you could do is offer practical assistance and share your resources. Let your friend know that you want to help and kung kaya mo naman, if you are able, offer them a safe place to stay, transportation, or other forms of support that may increase their safety. Just, you know, simple ways like this. It's a super big help na to sa kanila or sa kanya to anybody you think needs help. Yeah, kaya sana yung episode natin before on how to identify signs of violence against women 
ay maging super helpful for all of you. Kasi if we are not aware about the signs of violence, we won't be able to help others, diba? True, I agree so much, Angel. Kasi basically, the previous episodes talked about the foundations that we need to identify violence against women that protect our rights. So, yung mga listeners dito, kung hindi pa kayo nanonood, ay, bale, kung hindi pa kayo nakikinag dun sa previous podcast, make sure that you have listened to it para once na you listen to this podcast, you're more familiar with what we are saying. Now, We are looking through this problem at an individual's perspective. We are focusing on what we can do. So, ito more on ano na siya, something na more personal. If lalo na if you're an advocate or you're someone who you call feminist, 'di ba? This is something na you can do individually kahit na at this time of pandemic. Lalo na ngayon na you know, it's sad lang na At this time, we need to have secret codes para lang makausap natin yung isang tao and to actually protect them and to actually start yeah, on Yeah, I agree. I actually agree. Diba? Pero, yeah. you know, at this time, it helps, diba? So, at mm-hmm. this time, siguro ganun muna, but hopefully in the future, it will actually be gone, diba? na wala nang kailangan, hindi na kailangan ng secret codes, hindi na kailangan hindi na natin kailangan matakot din. Yeah. And mapoprotect na natin yung isa't isa without these secret codes na everyone is a safe space. Diba? Everyone is able to help other women, other victims, diba? To actually end na this violence. Yeah, to yeah. super agree. Sabi nga nila, lamang ang may alam. So, kahit Naman pandemic, di rin dapat natitigil yung pag-protect natin sa mga fellow women natin at syempre pagpuksa dun sa mga violence against them. So another way we could help end violence is to start a conversation. Kasi ba diba, violence against women and children have been perpetuated for many decades now. That is already becoming pervasive. Ito yung kailangan natin i-end at must stop. Para syempre, for future generations, matulungan din natin sila. Yeah. True. And kasi it is pervasive, pero it's not inevitable unless we stay silent. Kaya it's a good thing then to start a conversation with your family and friends about a very important topic. Kahit sa dinner table or um, wherever you think is the right place to bring this up, start speaking up when, for example, may nakita kayo sa news related to violence against women, um, try to create a conversation about what you are seeing sa news. And from there, i-direct mo yung conversation sa kung bakit nga ba important na i-educate natin ang isa't isa in terms of issues like tao. Tell them na you stand with the survivor and you condemn what happened to the woman or girl. Um, try to enlighten them when they feel like it was the woman's or the girl's fault. So this is a good and simple way then to um, alleviate misconceptions related to that. That is a very good example, Ate Alex, um, of starting a conversation. Kasi sa totoo lang, nag-uumpisa talaga sa mga bahay natin yung conversation na yun. And then, pwede rin natin to gawin with our friends. Like, let's start first with our inner circle. And then, like, word of mouth na. Kasi, katulad nitong ginagawa natin, we're um, educating them or binibigyan natin din sila ng knowledge about violence against women. And then, like, kimbawa, may nakakinig nito. So, to the listeners, if you have friends or, like, kumbaga, kailangan din ng in need of help, 
at least mabibigyan natin sila ng help. Mm-hmm. And kumbaga, this helps in building an atmosphere of openness which would then help in spreading awareness about violence against women. And sobrang important nito that we end uh-huh. it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Kasi as advocates nga, we should not let conversations like these be considered as taboo. Uh-huh. Tsaka as much as possible, we should normalize these talks para hindi mag-hesitate o mahiya mag-open up yung iba. Lalo na yung mga victims. Kasi tingin nila hindi sila papaniwalaan kasi tabu nga yung mga topics na ganito sasabihin na ay naghahanap lang siya ng attention para sa para mapansin siya pero we should stop that kasi na consider lang nila na left out sila na hindi worth it yung pagsasalita nila at syempre nahayaan din natin na maging parang mawalan ng kumpiyansa sa sarili yung mga, mga victims. Kasi kung sila nga, kung yung mga tao sa paligid nila, hindi sila pinapakinggan, paano pa kaya yung sa mga, sa mga kakilala nila, di ba? Yeah, that's yeah. actually true, Micah. But it's not just that. We should also show our sol- solidarity with survivors and where we stand in the fight for women's rights by using our social media platforms. Kahit ito lang, social media platforms forms helps a lot because we could either help share informative educational and powerful posts or even start a conversation with people who you think are showing sexist and violent views about certain issues concerning women through this kahit social media lang kahit speaking out through social media it helps because it will help other people to actually formulate their views to actually assess or reflect to their views na tama pa ba to? Or kahit sa'yo, di ba? Um, kahit na the way you post, di ba? Yung mga sinishare natin online, kahit ako, I share different types of posts. But before I post, mm-hmm. I always think na if it will be seen by a 15-year-old or a 13-year-old or someone younger than me, will it help yeah. them? Will it, will it be educational? Mm-hmm. Will it be informative? So through this simple things, we should not remain silent when we hear or see expressions that perpetuates ideas about gender-based violence, gender inequality, toxic masculinity, and other prejudice against women. Because as I said kanina, by, by posting simple posts, it will help to actually eliminate violence against women. I actually agree, Ate Leslie, dun sa sinabi mo about the social media platforms. Especially right now, sa this pandemic, we should really take advantage of our social media platforms. Like, yung sa TikTok, and since hindi naman ako nag-dancer, <laughs> nag-TikTok, talaga talaga ako. And ang dami kong nakikita na um tao nagsi-share ng educational um TikTok yeah, yeah, sa TikTok actually. about Uh-oh. this and super inspiring siya and also magandang platform din siya to share awareness kasi since trend din siya right now diba so madaming nanonood ng TikTok kaya we should really take advantage of our resources yeah and na mention mo nga yung TikTok parang ano um sa Twitter din diba usually iniisip nila na parang ang toxic ng platform na yun But then, ang daming posts na related to issues like this na para i-educate yung mga tao. And um, to add to that then, we should 
all learn to actually stand up for our fellow women, even in social media. So especially nowadays, we are also engrossed in our phones and other gadgets. So nga, um, we need to use social media wisely. So why not use some of our time using it to spread positive and educational posts to create a conversation with your friends or family members who you know might need to be enlightened more about these issues. So this simple step can create a ripple effect kasi diba, once you are able to change or influence someone's mind about a certain issue, that person can do the same to others. Then they can help spread the idea of gender equality, of women empowerment, and of ending violence against women. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you pointed that out, Ate Alex, kasi marami pa rin talagang mga tao out there that use social media to hurt people. And as discussed in episode 2, this is already called digital or online violence against women. Uh, actually, meron akong ano kanina, comment about dun sa TikTok, sa Twitter, ganyan. Kasi, iba yun nga, ang dami gumagawa ng videos dito about to educate people. Tapos, alam nyo yun, ang daming comments na ano, parang sinasabi nila, kala, kala ba namin gusto nyo ng respect? Bakit ganito ginag? Parang, I mean, di ba parang hindi pa kami pwede maging kami parang di ba parang mm-hmm. we just hurt us kasi g- ganun yung gusto nating gawin parang wala tayong ginagawang masamang intentionally parang ano uh, kalamihan naman I'm sure now we do not do it for cloud di ba mm-hmm. parang mm-hmm. we just want to express ourselves kaya now that you want to know on how to identify violence against women di ba we should apply na what we have learned and and start a conversation with those who are not yet aware of these things yet, diba? So, don't be afraid to speak up because this is already considered as a powerful tool to help end the cycle of violence against women. And also, in connection to this, another way we could advocate against VOW is by standing against rape culture. To our listeners who are not aware, rape culture is the social environment that allows sexual violence to be normalized and justified, fueled by the persistent gender inequalities and attitudes about gender and sexuality. Now that you brought that up, Janela, naming it is actually the first step to dismantling rape culture. And rape culture is like a four-level pyramid that could start from our own attitudes and beliefs, like normalizing tra- traditional gender roles, glass ceilings, unequal pay, and objectification, which really happens in social media. Then there is also the second level, which is verbal expression, like homophobic words, threats, transphobic jokes, victim blaming, yeah. and catcalling, which can actually affect everyone. And it can affect, like, mentally, physically, psychologically. Lalo na sa mga taong naka-experience nito. Mm-hmm. And um, while on the third level, dito na yung removal of autonomy, such as sexual coercion, stalking, revenge porn, and upstreet photos. Tapos, dun sa top ng pyramid is yung explicit violence, which includes in rape culture, battery, domestic violence, hate crimes, and even murder. That pyramid is what we want to break and dismantle. But what can we do to dismantle rape culture? Well, one way is to support people who have experienced sexual violence. As we mentioned in our previous 
episodes and and another is is to promote societal norms that discourage and protect against sexual violation and other forms of violence dismantling rape culture is is possible for as long as we can all do our part syempre and now that it is easier to voice out our thoughts because of the internet nga podcasts gaya neto and or advocacies like this are very helpful in disseminating our cause but of course before disseminating we should educate ourselves diba hindi lang dapat basta-basta for rape is still a sensitive and serious topic that we should always be cautious about yun nga we should also keep in mind that there are various forms of rape culture Did you know that remaining silent, not acting upon sexual violence and harassment contribute to rape culture? Because if we don't call this out, then it will greatly impact how people socialize. Parang hindi pag hindi natin ineliminate yung rape culture, rape will be justified with sayings like "boys will be boys," na they can oh, exercise. God. I hate those words. <laughs> na they can exercise self control or human decency or yung idea na women say no and they mean yes parang mm-hmm. these ideas are promoting rape culture and sometimes we hear this too often parang ginagawa na lang nilang excuse na boys will be boys na yeah. she's asking for it mga ganung words mm-hmm. yeah. pero hindi na naintindihan na no means no mm-hmm. talaga yeah. and actually these ideas or beliefs further emphasize our cause and the urgency of this campaign na kailangan talaga. Can you imagine in a few years we will be experiencing advancement and technology pero this mindset is still prevalent na you know, the violence, the the discrimination, it still happens you know, and daming nag, nagiging modernized pero yung ugali ng tao, yung mindset ng mga tao hindi nag-iba. And <laughs> at this times where all all of the technology are actually developing, it's time to change these thoughts that are not at all true. Rape is and never will be justified. Yun lang yes. yun. Yun yes. lang yun. Kaya we're Amen. screaming at the top of our lungs to end rape culture. No more to victim blaming. No more the toxic masculinity, and let us use our voice to shout with the survivor. Yes. Let's leap into 21, let's go. Yeah, and in relation to what you said, Leslie, um, the second to the last way of helping and vow, um, according to UN Women, is to hold each other accountable. And again, it's is really important that we recognize accountability in every situation since um, violence against women can take many forms and pwede mangyari anywhere. So we should take a stand and call it out when we see it. Also, we must remember that every action of ours have their consequences. Crimes committed by perpetrators will have their repercussions. For that to happen, we must let them be accountable. So ayan, kasi ang daming cases related to vow na they lack accountability and let them know na their choice has its byproduct. So, if we want a safer environment for everyone, we can start by challenging our peers or individuals we come across with to reflect if they commit an unwarranted behavior and speaking up when someone crosses the line or by enlisting the help of others if you don't feel Yes, safe. I mean, if you can, if he or she does or says something that 
you think is already considered violence or diba, if it is already below the belt, do not hesitate to speak up diba, and tell that person why he or she is wrong and what he or she should instead do or say. Parang it's a it's a small way of like trying to educate someone, diba? Parang maliit lang yun, pero it can make big changes, diba? Sa society and sa mindset ng mga tao. Kasi not speaking up or not calling people is what normalizes these indecent and wrong behaviors and words. So if you hear someone say an inappropriate, sexist, homophobic joke, you could respond by saying, what's so funny about it? If it can yeah. be true, <laughs> if it can't be helped, we can choose not to laugh at the joke na lang. In this way, the person would actually think about what he or she said and ponder if it really is funny, right, and appropriate after seeing the unamused response you gave. Parang, at least, we might think twice next time and stop saying these kinds of jokes. These subtle, subtle ways to react to the joke can leave a huge impact on the person and can help them understand what they did wrong. Minsan kasi yung mga jokes kasi... Para silang, like, akala nila okay lang since mm-hmm. it's a joke. But sometimes, yung jokes nga nila are mm-hmm. super yeah. below the belt. Kala nila the offensive. And super makahurt na. Mm-hmm. Yes, kaya nga eh. Like, akala nila funny lang naman, pinagkatuwaan oh, na. Joke lang yun, gano'n. hindi mo alam, hindi mo alam yung joke na yun, iniisip na nung taong nakarinig na yun, or kumbaga nag nagkakaroon na siya ng emotion, em, kumaga response sa emotions, like, dinit, ang magtawag sa Pilipino, dinitigdib yeah. na nila, ayun. Ganun. Kaya sa ganung cases, eto lang ang iniisip ko lagi and masasabi ko, women should not be afraid of taking up space in society. Kasi super, super ano, alam niyo tayo tinatarget sa mga jokes nga ganyan, hindi lang tayo, pati rin pala mga trans, yung, yung mga mm. bata din, di ba? So, yun. Kaya, let, let's learn how to fight and, and to fight for for people, ni mga ch- children, women, and trans mga gay, lesbian, gay. Yeah, net. and ang weird lang kasi parang tuloy pa rin talaga yung ganitong mindset among um, some people na they think that it's casual to say in a yeah. jokes, especially directed to women. Kasi, um, especially sa social media, diba? Ang dami-dami pa rin natin nakikita na post na ganito online and they won't stop saying those kasi no one calls them out. Or if meron naman, sabihin kasi ng mga tao na may make ng joke kayo na, what, you can take a joke? Pero kasi, mm-hmm. di ba, hindi dahil, um, eh, ganito yung mindset palagi na everything is a joke lang naman. Then a lot of people would be influenced yeah. to say those na thinking na people will let them off easily kasi nga, joke lang naman yun eh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, it's good na if we call someone out, we should make sure na we educate them or persuade them talaga to end this behavior dahil we are so done with letting people off the hook na diba? Kasi um, some people think that it's it's something simple lang, like simple joke lang siya. Pero actually, it can cause a major stir pala. Yeah. Yes. It really, hindi naman tayo it really boils down lang talaga sa respect. Kung nire-respeto mo yung tao, kahit regardless of what he or she is wearing o kung anong sinasabi niya, ganun re-respetuhin mo talaga siya eh. Yun lang, yeah. respect lang talaga. And, walang mababastos kung walang nababastos. Tama. Yung, <laughs> true. And yung joke, I mean, if it discriminates someone, if it hurts someone, is it still a joke? Diba? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. no. Also, like, sa mga, 
in connection sa joke, yung mga memes oh sa Facebook God. or Twitter, mm-hmm. iniisip nila na ang funny, ganto ganyan, but hindi nila alam. It's one actually of yeah. violence yeah. din. Kasi, kumbaga, yung tawag dito, nagkaroon na ng tragedy or kumbaga, kumbawa yung kung saan mo naman nakuha yung picture or video na yon kumbaga may nangyari nakamasama sa kanya, pero mm-hmm. pagtatawanan mo pa siya, mm-hmm. and gagawa mo pa ng meme. And so, hindi na siya ganun, kumbaga, ka-okay, kasi nakaka-hurt din siya yeah. somehow. Mm-hmm. And also, kumbaga, panagtatawanan mo pa, yeah. masama na kayo nangyari. Kaya yung rape culture dyan nagsisimula eh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, with that, if we mm-hmm. really want to strengthen accountability, we need to know the data and demand more of it. We need transparency and we need to assess the situation to understand how we can respond and what actions we can take. Because without this, we will not be able to provide the right support to survivors. Thus, data is very relevant and we urge the government to actually invest in collecting data on GBV so that we can take necessary steps to end it. Ayan nga yung mahirap when you don't have access to the information you need. Um, it's difficult to start an initiative to help these people. Yes, so wow, ang dami pala natin pwedeng gawin to actually put an end to vow or violence against women. After listening to these 10 options, I was able to actually make a mental checklist on the things that I can do now para step by step, I can initiate change. Kasi sabi nga nila, di ba, small steps, kumbaga, if kaya na, pwede ka na mag-take ng big yeah. steps. Kasi small steps, sobrang ano talaga niya, parang sobrang liit lang niya, pero it can really make a change. Yeah. And Drew, imagine, if we all work together in changing the mindset of the people around us, di ba, the impact of our campaign can also increase. Yeah. Alright. So, that is it for today's discussion. We hope that through this episode, you had a chance to realize how you can support the campaign and work with us towards achieving the goal of ending any form of violence against women. So, to end our discussion, I'll end it with a quote from Ayn Rand's best-selling book, The Fountainhead. The question isn't who's going to let me, it's who is going to stop me. This is calling to all of us. We should never be scared of being the voice for other women. We should be motivated more than ever to step up and educate the people around us and raise awareness. It should also remind us that the only person who can stop us is ourselves. Hence, if we remain persistent, we are bound to contribute to change. This movement isn't just our movement. Various organizations and individuals are participating in these movements and we are here to augment their efforts. These combined can bring forth the change that we want to see, but it will take time and effort. With that said, let us work together in promoting this campaign and end violence against women. Yes, Ramayan Nesti, and what a very interesting topic we had for these two episodes. Marami talaga yeah, tayong magagawa in our own ways to advocate and help end violence against women. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for episode 7 as we discuss another very relevant and significant topic about the importance of being feminist. Talk to you again in the next episode. Bye! 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 Bye. Bye.